Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season three, Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. And I am so excited today. This season, the hashtag has changed the narrative and party people in the place to be. Trust me, we are going to change the narrative on this one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Season three, Wind Down with Kev. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru, and I am so excited today. I am bringing you an incredible guest today, none other than my brother from another mother, the legendary DJ Bilal. <laughs> One time, Bilal, talk to the people, talk to the people. Hold up. Let me give my brother a proper introduction. If you don't know the name, the legendary DJ Bilal, shame on you. Do your homework, get your phone out, Google legendary DJ Bilal. You could start with the movie House Party. You can look up Uptown Records and you can go forward from there. Bilal, talk to the people. Tell them who you are. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be with my brother from another mother, the Mr. Kev Ski Span. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get to ski because you're the grandmaster. I appreciate you know, that. You the ski. I need I need an MC name. I always ski. wanted that in my I life. I know that. I, I know that. that. That's I why I'm bringing that. the Kev Ski. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But, um, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here on your first show for your first season. I'm really honored. No, no. And I, um, I just uh, basically, man, um, we've been grinding from the 11798 Strong Island for years now. This will be my 37th year. 37th year DJing Bilal. So yes. we're going to go through we're going to go through all of that. Uh we're used to talking to each other. If yeah. I call you for 1 minute, for sure it's going to be an hour <laughs> and you're going to talk to me my whole ride to work. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. So you got stories for days. So people, days. you are not going to hear me talk very much at all during this podcast. I'm asking my brother all open-ended questions. Uh, he's going to talk about it, and when he run out of gas, I'm going to fuel him up, and we're going to get going again. <laughs> so, um, Bilal, let's take it right from the from the top. Let's take it from the 11798. Um, you were born and raised initially in Queens. Queens get the money. And when did you make the move to Windage? What age did you come out to Windage? Uh, I came to Wyandanche at 10 years old from South Jamaica, Queens. Okay. And uh, just to re rewind that a little further, I grew up in Queens. Uh, my mom, Iola Miller, God bless her, my father, Ron Miller, with there's five of us. Okay. So um, at the time, it was just three of us before we moved. My sister, Koyama, God bless her. And... Um, and Naima, and um, we we came from a, a Muslim background, yes, um, nation Islam background. Yes. So basically, you know, I was a very sheltered kid in South Jamaica. I ain't know nothing about what South Jamaica was really about. 108th Avenue, something Boulevard. You know, you don't go there. You're in the gate. That's it. Playing with the kids and everything. Bring out your toys. That's what we was about. And you know, I went to. Uh, uh, my first schooling was at the Nation Islam School, Temple Number 7, out in Harlem. 
and uh, we just came up very sheltered. And but my father was a huge session guitar player. Okay, and uh, he did some recording, but his main thing was songwriting. So you, you, I don't know if you're looking at my cheat sheet or not, but no, no, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to look at that. I want to, I want to talk about your, I want to talk about your, your, your dad, but I'd be remiss if I didn't dig deeper in the temple number seven. If um, my history is correct, that's the temple in Harlem that was founded by Malcolm X. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You're you're born in Jamaica, Queens. You're visiting, you're going to Harlem, Mm -hmm. not far away, but you're going to that temple, which was founded by another than Malcolm X. So right. we're from a time when a lot of people saw the movie Malcolm X, they wear the hat. Mm-hmm. Um, the autobiography of Malcolm X is long recommended as recommended literature reading in every high school in the country. But mm-hmm. for you, this is not a book. This is something you lived. Absolutely. Okay. All the way. Okay. Um, basically, <laughs> when you grow up in the nation at that time, because I was born in 65. Okay. So, I'm, I, you know, I was brought up right after Malcolm, God bless him, Pat, you know, was, was assassinated. So, basically, when I got to the nation, I was born into the nation. Okay. My, 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 my original name was Bilal X. Bilal which, X. Which is the first, when they do give you that X, you're like the only one. Got you. On, you know, in, in, the, in the temple. So, um, um. It was it was it was rough, you know what I'm saying? Because we had a one thing about the nation people don't understand, and I still hold it to this day in the sense of discipline. They gave you extreme discipline. Okay. So it was like, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. You don't disrespect your parents. You don't dis- disrespect grown-ups. You don't even think about getting stealing. You don't think about lying in front of grown-ups because if you did and you did it at that school. Catching it right away. Oh, you catching a beat. And so, 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 so here's the thing, B. I say this all the time. Um, manners will take you places that money won't. Right. How Absolutely. much has having good manners helped you in your professional career? It helped me by leaps and bounds because a lot of people that made mistakes by not controlling their tempers, not not looking, uh, giving people proper respect. Um, Got them out of the business real quick. And people make that mistake in every business, but you've been in the music business forever, and you have some talented people, but you have some emotional people. I don't want to say uh, divas, but you have some people with some emotions, and if they can't yeah. control it, I'm sure that'll cost them oh, a yeah. career. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a whole bunch of divas running around. <laughs> so, and, and that business is not even, I could be the most talented Right. Rapper, DJ, whatever, but if I can't control myself, that's gonna hurt. Got it. That's done. That's that's done. And the nation, it was similar. And as far as learning our history, this critical race theory, I learned that at two, three, at two, four, two, five, three years six, old. seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So we knew what our history was right off the jump. I mean, that's a. That's a beautiful thing because the most important lesson in life is to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing else. If you get to know yourself, you will be highly knowledgeable. And it's amazing how many people much later in life still struggle with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We 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 definitely struggle with that. We you so you get to know yourself, but I want to talk to you about your dad. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you about your dad 
the writer. You mentioned that he was a musician, but talking about your dad, the writer, uh, people he wrote music for. Yeah, well, he for, he came from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, on a dream of, as he always told me, you know, my my your grandparents. Sent me to New York to make the family rich. Okay, okay. That was the reason. He was sent on a mission. He was sent on a mission. How old? How old was he sent to New York? 19. 19 years old. Go get 19, the bag. 20. Yeah, go get the bag. Okay. Because at the time, you know, New York is, was New York. It's New York. It's a place to be. So in that time, uh, when he came to New York, his first apartment was with the Pips. The Pips, Gladys as Knight, in Gladys Knight, Knight and the Pips. The Pips. So he's, he's 19 years old. He comes to New York. Now, Bilal, I'm, I'm going to test my math skills here. You wish your father a happy 78th birthday mm-hmm. earlier this year. That means mm-hmm. your dad was born in 43. Right. He comes to New York in about 1962, and he has an apartment with the Pips. The Pips. Right before they're getting ready to blow. Yeah, they was, they was coming up, and the thing about that era was a lot of people don't realize it, it was similar to hip-hop. Okay, of course it was. It was very simple, simple in hip-hop in the sense of you had a, a set of people that uh, uh, came through. They was all family. Everybody knew each other. Everybody, you came to New York to make it. Yes. From everywhere yes. around the country. Yes. So, so what happened was he was a guitar player, great guitar player, master guitar player, and he started with sessions. Okay. And, you know, a lot of the guitar players back then, at that time, you didn't have no multi-tracks. You had to hit it. Okay. Right then and there. You got to hit it. Because if you don't hit it, the next guy is coming in to hit it. Wow. That's what a lot of people don't know. Right. You When you when you record on two tracks. Okay. This is before the A-track. Take one. You can't get up to no take ten. Right. That's it. You wasting money take, now. Take your butt get out of the studio. <laughs> get, get 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 somebody else. So his, the guys that he came up with, was like Jimi Hendrix. Legend, super legend. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, all those guys are session guitar players. Cornell Dupree. Wow. Um, you look these guys up. A uh, whole lot of the greats. Okay. And. You know, he had a certain style of playing. He was a rhythm guitar player. Okay. And he, he played the rhythms like, like like you know, boom, and he was hitting it. Where, hitting where it. it needed to be. Where it needed to be. So, you you know, you, you, you jamming with all these different drummers and the best of the best coming from all around the country. And, uh, you know, uh, but then he met... Some of the, as we call them now, some, a couple of the OGs. Okay. Which was Bobby Robinson. Okay, nice. From Enjoy Records. Okay, let's right? go. He was a d- the double OG. Then. I got you. He, <laughs> he was he knew a right? couple of things. He knew he knew a lot of a few things. So one of his first his first records uh, was Ronnie in the Manhattan. Ronnie in the Manhattan. Okay. He, he could sing a little lick or two. Okay. You know? Okay. Had okay. his pompa dude, you okay. know, <laughs> killing the ladies like oh. oh. <laughs> Oh my yeah, God. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, uh, he met my mom, and that was it. That was it. Game so, set. Game set. Boom, Understand. Boom, boom. And um, she was from Georgia, and they met, and boom. So, uh, uh, but one of the most important people he met at that time was Don Covey. Okay. And if you look up Don Covey, 
He was a big songwriter at the same time, but he was connected okay. to everybody. Nice. And the second dude was the great, like my godfather, God bless him, King Curtis. Okay. King Curtis was the saxophone player for Aretha Franklin. He's, he's the one that's all in all those records. So now we connected to Gladys Knight and the Pips. We connected to Aretha Franklin. He's playing the guitar. When does he pick up the pen and start writing songs? When he met Don Covey. Okay. Because Don Covey was a writer and a soloist. And uh, they made a song together called Mercy, Mercy. Okay. That was my father's, one of his first records. And Don Covey put it out, and it was a big hit. It was a, it was a hit back then. And from there, King, you know, he said, "Yo, Ron, you got to meet." They used to call him Little Ronnie, right? And and you got to meet Don, uh, 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 Curtis. You know, uh, King Curtis, right? King Curtis realized that he can write, okay. and play the guitar, okay. So he put him in the band. Let's go. His band. Let's go. But he was, they were more, where the money was really at was, was writing. Of course. You know, just like today. Nobody understands that. Everybody, including me with no musical background and no hit, everybody wants to be in front of the mic. But what people don't realize that all of the money is with the pen and the paper behind, behind the, scenes, the scenes. Behind the scenes. And, you know, that's where your publishing comes in. Right. But at that time, a lot of the, and up until now, even now, right, a lot of people not educated on publishing. Of course. But my pops got educated, you know, real quick, because he got jerked. Of course. It's, but, part, it's part of the process. But his, 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 his reputation, and he was a good dude, and they didn't jerk him as much. Okay. <laughs> they a still bit. gave him what, you know, a, a little something, something. Right, right. So when that record blew, what happened was... Gladys Knight, they used to call her Little Gladys. She was like a, a damn near a teenager. She okay. was, you know, she's young. She was okay. young. The Pips was a little older than her. Okay. And uh, um, um, she was coming up, and the, the the scene back then. When I I do I've done a lot of research on the scene back then. Okay. The scene was, you know, you know, you got James Brown over here. You got Boosie Collins playing with him. You got all these. You different had people. to come through Harlem. The centerpiece being. Yeah. Apollo, which everybody knows. Absolutely. Uh, People don't know about the Cotton Club. People don't know about some of the other spots there where you had to play. And you had to be ready because those of you that have seen the Apollo, if you come on and you're not ready, they will boo. They will boo you. And usher you. They will boo you behind. Right right out out of the door. Okay. And and, and it it goes back to you you have to be a master of your craft. So you got to understand something. Uh, Today... And I will say this, and I have no problems with saying it. Today, people don't master their craft. You have to, what happens is when you don't master your craft, you can only go but so far. Absolutely. And you might be a one-hit wonder, but if your fundamentals and whatever you do is not right, it's going to show up and mm-hmm. it's going to cost you. So you talk about that time. I know there was a lot of emphasis on artists and development. I've read a lot about Motown and how they competed every Friday night in front of each other long before they went out to perform for the world. So you had to be good. So so B, we could stay here, but I, I gotta I gotta get into you. Hold up, uh, I got can I tell say one, one more thing? Now? Go ahead. Just to finish that off. Mercy Mercy hit 
But what happened was uh, uh, Wilson Pickett did okay. Mercy, Mercy. Okay. And then the Rolling Stones did it. Woo. Okay. So let me ask you a question. We, some of y'all know who Wilson Pickett is. All you know the Rolling Stones. Your dad penned that song. Yeah, he penned that and song. And I hope that's the time that he got treated right with his publisher. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's, he, he, owns, he owns the publisher. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. So, so, so he gets checks daily off of that. Let's but, go. But, but the thing is, from there, the then King Curtis hit him. Risa, I got this song for you called Hello Sunshine. Woo. Boom. He wrote that. Then he wrote a, a couple more for her. And then he started writing for the Pips. Nice. I mean, Glass Night and the Pips. And did this whole, this whole thing from six, the 60s to like the, the late 70s, 70, 70, 78, 79, it, all of his catalog. Okay. It's from that. From that time. Now, let me tell you, this is what, and, I'm, and we're going to. I got know, you. Go ahead. Keep going. It. Keep going. Listen, writers, MCs, this is the importance of having some of your publishing. Yes. He made a record called Hello Sunshine. Okay. Right? Walmart, eight months ago, used the song. In the commercial. Are you serious? You, I don't know if you ever said, hello, sunshine. Are you serious? My father wrote that song. Are you serious? So he's getting checks out of the moon right now. You're talking Walmart money. He, on a song that he wrote in the 60s. That's a beautiful thing. And a lot of people don't know, don't burn down the bridge by the Gladys Knight and Pips. What goes around, come back around again. Grand Poobah and them sampled it, and he got more checks. He got a check. Keep sampling. Keep, keep sampling. sampling. Keep doing all you do. And and, and, <laughs> and and pay me. And pay me. Pay me. But the the key to it is on some of your publishing. Right. It's like stock. Got you. And it goes up in value. And it goes up in value. It goes, B, I, B, I love it. All right? So, B, I understand your dad's backstory. I understand your mom coming from Georgia. Rest in peace to your mom. Um. I'm, I can't. I'm thinking midnight train to Georgia, and uh, that's what's running through my head while I'm talking. But right, right, right. raised in a nation, very strict. You come into wine dance. What's that experience like? Going from a very orderly, organized environment to uh, the one one seven nine. Well, I could tell you, I was, that was like my first full year of public school. Okay. And uh, coming to Wine Dance at that time, you know, my sister, before we got there, you know, she was three years old. She got us kicked out basically out of the apartment. <laughs> my father said, we got to get this girl out of here because she's just driving everybody crazy. Okay. You know, she's seeing a wine punch commercial and she's jumping up and down. Oh, my night. God. So, you know, the, the landlord was like, y'all got it. You know, y'all come on. <laughs> so like, she you know stopped what? jumping or y'all start bouncing? Y'all start bouncing. She wouldn't stop jumping. And so we bounced. Yep. And we and back then, you know, my mom's being the fact, my mom's at parts being that we was in the nation. Right. We wanted to go to she wanted us to go to a predominantly white school. Okay. Because, you know, basically at that time, you know, that's what she wanted to do. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> that's know, what she wanted. And, it was the time. And at that time also, Realtors wasn't going 
bringing. Well, whether you wanted to go to Wine Inch or not, no. you probably would have got stared to Wine Inch. Absolutely, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's how it was. That's how it was. So, so, uh, but you know, we didn't have Google to check out the school, how rough the school was. No. Da, 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 da. So I go my first. First time in the school, I got my lunchbox. Okay. You know, I got my, my, my got all my goodies. Now, now the way wine dance work is your first day of school as a new student. Your lunch is my lunch, right? You bought that for me? Yeah, yeah. But I, but that, that lunchbox saved my life. <laughs> Talk about it. You know, uh, and, uh, you know, I came sixth grade. Fifth, really fifth grade, but sixth grade. Okay. Full year. And um, it was rough, man. The kids was a lot rougher. You know, I never seen nothing like that before in my life. And I was like, yo, I was shocked. I, I was like, yo, this is this is the real deal. What's I, going on here? <laughs> so people not from Wine Dance, Milton L. Olive Middle School is is testing ground. It's important as a young man to be able to hold your own, carry your weight, and protect your lunchbox. So the lunchbox yeah. saved your life. Tell a story. Yeah, name names. Who, yeah, who came yeah. oh, for you? Oh, my and, God. And what Everybody, did that name I, I names? Mean, but, you know, it, it's funny. My class, the class of 1983, peace to all my classmates, we was a serious class. It was like grown men in sixth grade looking like. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. There were some big dudes. You had George Cooper. You had uh, uh, Rodney Clark, uh, Gregory Lunsford. You had, you know, Floretta Jackson, you know, Loretta Jackson, Joan Jarvis, all the great. Shout out to the class 83. You guys have, to me, one of the most successful classes in the history of Wine Dance High School. We have yourself. We have your brother, Chill, who we're going to talk about later. Mm -hmm. We have George Cooper, Ohio State, Miami Dolphins, Green Bay Packers. We have Floretta Jackson, Olympics. And I can go on and on. We have Rodney Kamel Clark, who protected bodyguard and led people around this country. So the class of 83, um, we have Dr. Scott Forte also in your class. Yes, Dr. You know, Scott Forte. You know, so you have it on the yeah. athletic, entertainment, and the Man, academic side. So your, your, your class did some phenomenal things, but but we talk in general. Who came for your oh, lunch, and, and who did you I, have to I, keep off your lunch? You know, it's funny. And, and you know, one of the main the, – it was – it was two situations at the school. <laughs> it was the teachers. Okay. Because especially like the history teachers. Gotcha. You know, they was teaching a different history. From what you had learned. What I had learned. But like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got that, you. That's, 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 no, that's, that's not that's, what I know. That, that's, that, that, that's tough. That's tough as we stand in a, in, in a time where a lot of uh, stuff is coming down or going down. You knew something different. But B, who, who, who? Oh, who man, I would it? come, I mean, my first, I never forget, first day, forget about the lunch. We're going to go to the lunchroom. The first day in gym was a mess. Okay. You know, and I come in there, I had, you know, I'm still wearing suit. I got you. Tie, bow okay. tie. Bow tie, ooh. Suit, bow tie. It, it wasn't no jeans. And Nothing. That, I, I, you know, I had to. Get my parents to, to loosen up a little bit. To loosen up, because I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm, these kids is playing this dodgeball." Why that is not private school. No, there's no, no suits. There's no school, bow ties. No, but I'm still hard bottom shoes. Ooh. No sneakers. Oh. I'm coming in there playing dodgeball in my shoes. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I'm saying? I'm looking crazy. Oh my god! Head cut. Dudes is like, "Where you from?" 
Oh wow! I never forget uh, 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 Marvin Simpson. Okay, short, one of the shortest okay. people in the whole class. I got you. I got with you. With all the mouth though. I got you. He had. Where you from? Got you. Uh, uh, South. I'm from South Jamaica, Queens. Well, we don't care where you from. <laughs> blah, right. blah 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 right. blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh man, that's first lesson. Yes. Don't say where you used don't to be. Don't say it. Don't say it. You here now? You, I'm here now. Yes. <laughs> and it ain't no. I ain't going away. So playing with the kids, trying to nobody. You know, they looking at me because it's a different world. Right. You know, they looking at me like. You're a cornball. <laughs> You're a cornball. Oh, my God. You know, I'm going back home. It's high school today. Uh, yeah. Lunchroom now. Lunchroom is a whole other thing. It's a Everybody's different animal. together. Because you got to remember, the nation, I went with just the boys. Just the boys. Just and the, the boys. girls went with the girls. You told me that before, that that was your first time being in school with girls, lunch with yeah. girls, gym class gym, with girls. Yeah. Different yeah. animal. Different animal. So I'm in the lunchroom, and you know I'm only one of the few people with a lunchbox because everybody got a lunch card. Yes. But my mother, she yes. used to pack all everything: yes. double dogs, uh, uh, sesame seed candies, right. Right. And right. all kinds of stuff. And right. For four people, then. Right. So at first, I didn't know how valuable it was. Oh, of course. Until somebody started messing with me. I got you. Uh, my man Gregory, Gregory Lunsford. Okay, that's a you big know, that's a big guy. He's a big guy. Big you guy. Know, I'm, I'm small. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, 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 thank God, my father. You know. So you know what? I got into a little skirmish on the street. Okay. And he's like, I don't like the way you beat that kid up. Right. I'm gonna put you in karate. Yes. It was a blessing and a and a, 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 a curse okay. at the okay. same time okay. because everybody thought they was Kung Fu Joe back right. then. Right. Bruce Lee. You right. Know what I mean? was, we go see a, a karate movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you come Bruce out Lee. and act it out. <laughs> right. That's it. So, so I'm on your little yellow belt. Okay. And and you know, dudes would just come up to me and be like, "F you!" And not, not, they cursing. I can't curse. I'm not. I'm yes sir. <laughs> I'm yes sir, yes, yes ma'am. Sir. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Scared to curse. Of course. Because first of all, I don't know the curse words. I'm learning from them you can't by cursing them together me out. the right way. I got it. I got it. So one time I got cursed out so bad, never get a Thomasina Green. Sixth Ooh, grade. I know Thomasina to this she day. Me hey, Thomasina, that's one of my clients. Talk yeah, nice yeah. about it. Oh my God, she cursed me out something vicious. Nice. And, and, and the Hasties, Reenie and Claudette oh, Hasties, they course. were all cool at the time. He of was course. in my class cursing me at girls, hard. Of course. I said, you know what? Mom, Dad, can I? Please. Permission please. Curse, please. Yes. <laughs> can, can I conjugate some of some, these some verbs of these and defend myself? And defend myself. So, you know, but, you know, in the lunch lunchroom, you had all, you know, most of the guys is bigger. They big. Of course, of course. You know who I'm talking about. They're yes. bigger. So, you know, I started gaining friendships. Right. You want a devil dog? Yeah, you know, now we negotiate. You can do this and that and that and that. And, you know, it was a lot of good, you know, we, we had a lot of good brothers in, in the class. Of course. You know, like, you, you it's, it's weird about wine dance. Wine dance is like, at the end of the day, you might smack me in my face, but if you see me on the outside, you're going to help me. It's, it's all love. We, you know um, what I'm saying? So, me being born and raised in, in Wine Inch, on the south side, as your family was chosen to move to or steered to move to, um, we take care of each other. 
and then so that when you go out of town, you're prepared for it. So B, some of that stuff was obviously rough, moving into the school with a suit and tie. Oh, yeah. But your family wound up on 26th Street. Shout out to the south side, south my, side. my neck of the woods, Wind Inch. You wound up living down the street from an incredible DJ, DJ Snake, R.I.P. Stephen Pyatt. R.I.P. Talk, talk to me about what it was like, um, him, I believe he's the one who he taught one you how to DJ. People. He was one, one of the of people them. taught you how to DJ. What was that like? So it's funny, you know, when I, when I, when I um, graduated, before I graduated, like I, I tried to stay out of everybody's way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, was like, I, it was like one of them things. He's a nice guy. Right. I started hanging with the girls more. Got you. More peaceful. More peaceful. Got you. you. Know? And then... Chell, he was the guy. Dale right. Chill Mitchell, he was he's one of those guys, the cool I'm guy. Come, I'm gonna come to Chill next because that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, one yeah, block yeah. over. Yeah, that's one block over. You know, but you know, I kind of stayed. I got into sports, played baseball for four years. You know, I was a good ball player, Oak okay. County and all so that. So, can I take a time out? You just told me this. I didn't know that. All County baseball player, wine You told me mm-hmm. you're batting 350. You're handling your business in right field. My team, the New York Mets, give you a tryout, but every time I see you, every post you have, you're always wearing a Yankees hat. Yeah, because uh, I've been a Yankee fan since, uh, let me see, since 73. Okay, that was, that was, that was a good team, but yeah. the, yeah, Mets yeah. Gave you, the Mets gave you the tryout. You're from Queens. Yeah. This is Queens team. Yeah. All my colors, blue and orange. Yeah. I mean, I love the Mets. I just want to put out the hat. That's all. <laughs> I love the Mets. Okay, I okay. love the Mets. I love all my New York but teams. I, I did not. I did not know that you played baseball yeah, at a yeah, serious, yeah. serious, serious level but, like that. Yeah, but wine dance. You know, we wasn't known for baseball. We was known for you know basketball, basketball. football. And and at, at that, at those ages, we didn't have t-ball or we didn't have. No, we um, were behind. We didn't have you know little league, so we was way behind. So I was. I, I learned all my baseball from the South Side. I got you. I got you, know, you from we playing, pick from up playing, games, in the pick field. up games in the field in the streets, mm-hmm. and 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 this is where I you know got a lot of my music friendships. Yes, from like for instance, um, my man Nate Tinsley. Yes, my pops sold him his recording equipment. Okay, and he started his own. Okay, and that's that's who started Nate. Shout out my, to Nate Tinsley. Yeah, yeah, the great Nate Tinsley, and we'll get back to him, but then. You know, in Wine Dance, hip hop was 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 coming through like a train too. It was on fire. Uh, two classes ahead of you, the class of '81 has a bunch of DJs. Start on the South Side with Doctor Say. Mm-hmm. Start on uh, stay on the South Side with with Snake. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a DJ a lot of people forgot about is Mark Felton. Uh, Mark, used to, Mark, used to, Mark used to kill it right around one block over from me. And then you go to the Carver Park section. You got DJ Cool Breeze. You got cool all Breeze, of the Sinister Brothers. Uh, DJ Forrest Chaos Collins. Crew. Chaos all representing Charles the, Hunter. The, bo- the Boondocks. Charles Hunter, Southside. Everybody, for some reason, that graduating class, one year behind me, actually class I'm supposed to be with, it must have 12 to 15 oh, DJs. Yeah. E- 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 easily. Easy. And before them, you had dudes coming up like uh, uh, DJ Modem. Of course. Nelson PR. The guys I grew up on, Pleasure, Yago, Yago, Maniac, Uh, everybody, Rapper K. Yeah, those are the, that's the hip-hop legends that I was raised on when this thing called hip-hop 
first started, they were the ones giving the block parties. They were the ones in the wine and daycare center. Absolutely. Where Those I are the go ones now. that. Where I couldn't well, go. I, I, I took my beatings. I no, snuck no, no. out. Mm-mm. I went and I Mm-mm. came back and I caught it. And to this Mm-mm. day, it is worth it because um, for those of you that don't know, I love hip hop music. It is it is my it is my life. It is the back music to my life. So B, fast forward. Um, you posted about this. Mm-hmm. You posted about wishing hip hop a happy birthday, mm-hmm. and you posted that you had started MCing in 1981, and you went by the name the Grand. That wasn't the first name. That wasn't the first one. The first name was Super B. Super MC B. MC Super B. Super B. <laughs> Su- MC Super B. Super B. Okay, becomes the Grand BMC. Becomes the Grand BMC. Now, B, I don't, I don't know you behind the mic that way. I've heard you hype a party. Uh, you're, you're known for being on the tables and just tearing a party up. You've done everything I do personally, people. This is the man I go to. This does my birthday parties, all my community stuff. We work on Wine Dance Day together nonstop. This is my music man. If you want to know what the soundtrack of my life sounds like, listen to this man right here. You are my go-to man, but I never I never heard you really dropping lyrics like that. Well, you're, you're on the song. You're on Groovy Chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the... I'm, I'm, you're on the track. Okay. And I was singing, too. I could sing a little bit. That's okay. That's my pop side. Okay. But, but the, the thing is, this is crazy. This is a crazy story. I'm going to try to tell it quick as possible. Okay. My class. Okay. Teddy Oaks. Okay. He was DJ. Yes. And he was across the tracks. Okay. Where I couldn't go. Got you. So, you know, everybody, you know, brag on pleasure going to the park. No, I was yes. sitting on the step <laughs> listening in. Yes. My man, God bless him. Robert Garcia brought me to yeah, that's my man. Nelson PR's house. And, man, I thought I, I never saw that many records. And yes. I was like, oh, my God. North 26, yeah, North I, 27, you know, let's go. Yeah, I wanted to be a DJ then. Yes. But I started out rapping in my father's band. Okay. Woo. And uh, before... Um, I came to um, Wine Dance. And I don't know if you remember uh, Denroy Morgan's Do, Do, Do. Oh, yeah, do oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Anything. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Nothing in the world that I can't do. I'll give the world to you right. if you want me to. But I was little Ronnie, so they would let me do its song, and I'd be like, ah, <laughs> do, do, do anything. You know oh, what I'm saying? That's God. where I started. Okay. And then I like rapping, but I couldn't write rhymes. I got you. Okay. So by the time uh, 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 I was in 12th grade, I got into the little talent show, and that showed okay. my little musical skills. Okay. Nobody knew. Okay. You know, got into the band. Got you. I had to give a big shout out to uh, Mr. Manuel, the band okay. teacher. Okay. He was my, I had a master musician, but I never really got into the music like that. I was more into sports. Got you. But I wanted to do it to fit in. Right. So... I got into the band with bass drummer and did well with that and all that. When I got out of school, me and Teddy Oaks started mm-hmm. really getting tight. Okay. We would he would not me, but he would cut school. Okay. I well I one time I did it. <laughs> one time I did it. But I was so scared of my mother and father I never oh did it. Oh my god. So we cut school, went to Brass Record Gen. Okay. And got some Cold Crush brother. Woo, uh, that's serious. Uh, uh, tapes and, and and the Crow Crush Brothers, Grandmaster Cash and the Cold Crush Brothers, was the 
guideline. I will say this: the 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 Mr. ultimate MC DJ crew, in my opinion. I I was listening to Grandmaster Cash on XM Radio LL Cool J Rock the Bells yesterday, the day before yesterday, and I thought about the fact. You brought him to Wine Dance Park, Wine Dance Day, very, very recently, and he was he was talking about the uh, he was talking about the craft. So definitely, without a doubt, definitely set the uh, set the standard. Definitely. Yeah, it, them funky four plus one more. Yes, on uh, on uh, uh, the the force MCs, which became the force MDs. Yes, uh, 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 the Fantastic Five. Come on, Spoonie G, uh, uh, Treacherous uh, uh, Three, Busy B. Yes. Cool Mo D, Treacherous Three, those guys was the elite. But in my opinion, yo, for some reason, we gravitated to the Cold Crush Brothers. Okay. And their style and the way they were. So we used to sneak out to Brass Record then, which was, uh, uh, I want to say, in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And we would come back and bring the tapes. Now, mind you, we... It's Teddy Ted. The crew was the Almighty Five MCs. Almighty Five MCs. You, Teddy Oaks. No, no, not me. Oh, that y'all was watching, okay? Let me tell you why it wasn't me. Because you couldn't come out. You couldn't kick. No, 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 no. That no. wasn't it. No, my first. I was like, yo, I want to, I want to be down, and I want right, to right. be the boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys. Now, I'm remind. I'm, 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 I'm gonna tell you who's in this crew. Okay. It was chaos. Nice. Uh, uh, uh. Scully, Mike Mitchell, nice Mac, Rockem. Okay, a young thirteen, early maybe twelve, thirteen, early Rockem, early, early. But he was nice then. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he's rhyming. We in a cipher. He's like, "Yo, such and such a super B, kick off a rhyme for me." And I go to the bay, just take the same old bay. My name is MC Super B. I'm up to the boat. But they was like. Oh, I'm running no. down the street because I sound old school. Oh my God! Right, at, and you you sounded that way right when it was changing, and Ra changed the way rhyming sounded for everybody. So, quick hip hop lesson: everything started from nursery rhymes, and it built from there. Right, right. Uh, when, but, the, but the funny thing was, it wasn't done on record yet. No, of course not, B. So, but of course with not. these guys, Rob was a, so far ahead of his time, and some of the other guys, uh, uh, also uh, uh, G-Stro, the almighty G-Stro. Oh, incredible. 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 I mean, and and they was ahead of their time. Never to be forgotten. Incredible. Incredible. And, and so I sounded like I was in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. It you does. know, so I said, you know what? Let me chill on the rhyming for a minute. And get behind the and, table. And, and, and let me... Do break uh, sneak my father's uh, drum machine out of the house and just do the drum machine like Doctor said. So let me say this right here, B. One of the things that's behind you on that sign, my season three, you're number one. You're kicking it off. Don't worry about seeing it. But it's hashtag change the narrative, and people out there that's going through anything. We're in a time where everybody's going through a whole lot, and the one thing that you want to do or that you used to do, it's not there no more. And at some point in your life, you got to change the narrative. You got to get in where you fit in and do what you have to do. And be at a, at a young age, while you wanted to rap, you saw that it was better for you to be behind the tables. But it was a long process for me. Like, um, I still tried to, I still kept emceeing. Okay. Because what happened was, the Almighty Five MCs, we was the ragtag crew. 
You know what I'm saying? We was making speakers in the backyard, dreaming about Cool Breeze. Right. Battling Cool Breeze. I, I, listen, I say, hold up, wait a minute. We talking about battling who? Right, right. There's a <laughs> he standard. He just got a system. There's a standard. I just, oh, I don't know if we could do that There's or not. Standard, but what happened was Rakim and the Almighty G Stro left the crew and went with them. With the Love Brothers. With the Love Brothers. Yes. Which brought the Love Brothers as MCs, like they had Ron Drew, mm-hmm. God bless him. You had Snake on the ones and twos. Mm-hmm. You had... Uh, 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 Breeze on the ones and twos. That's a lot. You had Blade. But when you inserted them two, right. it was a whole nother so, so, thing. So, people, let me give you a perspective. This is Kevin Durant joining the Golden State Warriors. There you go. You're talking about an all-star <laughs> team getting better. Don't play the regular season. They already won the championship. Right. B, I'm going to jump off that. Come to Wine Dance, a little bit of a rough time. You learn how to win friends and influence people. One block over from you, you have you make friends with somebody that's still one of your best friends to that's this day, who y'all do a whole lot in the music business and other business with. That's Daryl Chill Mitchell. Talk about talk to me about Chill. How did you and Chill meet? And how'd y'all build this incredible friendship that still lasts until today? We met at, we, we was in school together, but we really started conversating during a fight I was having. <laughs> well, you're in a fight. Because what happened was my, my, my lunchbox, back to the lunchbox, <laughs> I was empty that day. Everybody had giving out stuff. And I, you know, we, we you, flipping cards. You're trying to win friends for, and influence uh, people. Yeah, we flipping cards I for double dogs and whatever. You know what I'm saying? On the lunchroom. So what happened was I gave everything out. And this is like one of the first times I had to really stick up for myself. Okay. You know, like, yo, you know what? Right. This is this is this is getting ready to get enough. <laughs> enough. Enough. Uh, I never get the gentleman. I'm gonna say the gentleman. Okay. Right. He said, "Yo, I want that last. I want that <laughs> devil dog." I said, "Yo, man, I already gave you three. Right. I don't have no more. This is mine. Right. I don't care. Give it to me." He snatches it out of my hand. Woo. And. Smashes it in my brand new white shirt. Come on, be hitting my mama, Miss Miller, just bought. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when your mother buy you some clothes, you better not come home with nothing wrong no. with it. Period. He didn't offend you. He offended your no, mother. No, 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 no. I'm getting ready to get a beating yes. if I come back home and don't do nothing. This is a problem. This is a problem. So I stand up in the middle of the class, meet me at the school by the dumpster. And we, I'm going to get you. Yes. Now, the clock ticking in Mr. Mingarelli's class. Oh, I didn't Mingo. Ding, 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 ding. In, the, in the school. Yes. I'm scared as I don't know what. Yes. But I can't back out now. You, you, can't, the, you can't back out and you can't fight in Mingarelli's class because Mr. Mingarelli had a big paddle hanging in the classroom. If there was a problem, he would have settled <laughs> you, you it right there. He would have settled it right there. So I'm scared as I don't know what. Because I'm only a little yellow belt. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I'm just <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. The first one that beat me in the back of the side of the back of the Milner Island is who? Daryl Chill Mitchell. Let's go, Chill. He's sitting on that dumpster. Yes. Oh, we got a fight coming. Let's in. go. Let's go. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> I'm thinking that the, he's not going to show because it's getting right. late. I'm like, please. 
please don't show me. Please, <laughs> you bigger than me. I can't. I got no wins, but I right. gotta. Re- uh, right, 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 right. He right. smashed the devil dog that, in my shirt. That, that's, <laughs> that's a position that needs to be defended. Be defended. He comes out. Boom. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. <sighs> I'm thinking somebody gonna jump in. No, we get a head no, up. No fair. Head up is head up. We fair. get a head up. Fair. Okay. I don't know what happened. My hands just went. Ah! Hit him in the throat. Got it. By mistake. Got it. I said, oh, 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 oh. boom. Chill goes. We got chill, we got chill hyping up hyping the fight. Up everything. Now my pops, mind you, I know he's getting ready to come to, to the school, right, to make sure I'm doing my grades because I was right. a little slow. Okay, you know, because the nation of Islam was teaching something and then, different. So Mr. Mingarelli, he would see him every week, right. Make so sure that's the day he coming, and I know. So I'm like, oh my God, this is a mess. I gotta hurry and try to do this, and, right. And boom, boom, boom. Okay, he takes my lunchbox and throws it up on the roof. Ooh, problem number two. Oh, my mother going to kill me. Problem number problem two, number I need two. that. Right. So we get back into it, but that's how me and Chill really started conversating after that. He was like, yo, Chill. he got you, but you really got <laughs> So So Chill gave you, he was the hype man, He's and Chill man. gave you some feedback some on your feedback. performance. And my pops took me to somewhere, It's like, Son, you did good. Right. But you could have ducked and you could have just that. Your pop saw the fight. <laughs> he saw the fight. <laughs> Laid back. Laid back and watched me. You yeah, know, yeah. that's how pops was. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, you, our parents, not my father. My father handled a little bit different, but you're not. your father's not the only one that made sure you could take care of yourself. And uh, you could watch this, you could listen to it, and you could say we could have walked away. But I tell you what, B, I'll take our generation of settling conflicts with our hands over the way this generation settles conflicts because whoever that gentleman was, over time, y'all probably became friends. Yeah. And probably cool to this day. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, basically. You know, you know so. We cool. But, you know, we was babies. Well, it, 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 we it didn't babies, hurt. And it didn't hurt. So, you so know? B, you become friends with Daryl Chill Mitchell and DJing, y'all rapping together, and y'all did something that changed the narrative of Wine Dance. Y'all were the first people from our community that was ever featured in a movie not only nationwide that went around the world mm-hmm. house party talk to me about talk to me about house party well house party we're gonna rewind real quick okay house party started at a lot of house parties in wine danger I used to start once I started getting out I saw a lot of house parties and a lot of uh, yard parties See, you got to remember, you know, the Bronx, the boroughs, they was doing it in the parks, but they weren't really doing it in houses. Mm -hmm. We had houses with yards and basements. Basements, absolutely. So my first basement party was Charles Hunter's basement. Okay. And watching the Chaos Crew and and Snake. And, and you know, I'm I'm trying to learn how to DJ. I couldn't get it. Speedy Speed tried to teach me. Snake tried to teach me the first time. And then my next-door neighbor, uh, Warren who was married to uh, uh, Gwynnie Dukes. Okay, okay, I got you. And 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 he was like, you want to learn? Come on upstairs. All right, pat your feet. You know how to count? Yeah, I knew how to count. <laughs> I know. One, and count out the beat and drop it on the down bleat. 
Wow. Drop it on the downbeat. When you drop it on the downbeat, it's always going to be a beat on, on beat if you drop it on the one. Find the one under each record. Ooh. Nobody taught me that. Nobody so, taught me that either. So I Go went, ahead. boom. A lot of people know. I'm like, uh, and what was that? Um, Bring it back. I'm just saying, that's the downbeat. Okay. Boom. That bass drum hit or snare hit on that down. Boom. That's where you drop the record. You listen to, he said, split your head in two. Split your head. Listen to that side. Still listen to this side when you got to. And that's what I do to this day. Are you serious? And that's how I learned. And Snake, he said, don't forget about that cutting. Worry about blending. Blending. Keep them on the floor on, and keep it together. Yeah, keep it on time. The cutting will come. Right. And Snake was the one to put the cutting will come. Okay. To me. Wow. But the fundamentals of DJing was taught by Warren. Nice. He was a lot older than me, but I understood music. So I understood the timing, and but I couldn't get it before. But when he explained it, it all clicked in. So when I graduated, I speed this up. I um, went in my basement for eight months. Nobody saw me. I was working out at Two J's out in Queens, South Jamaica, Queens. Okay, across from the Wiz, and I would buy nothing but records. Okay, my mother bought me my turntables. No, my bag. My mother bought me my speakers from the Black Love Crew. Okay. And my father bought me my turntables. And you in business. When I graduated. And you in business. And That's I'm in business. That's the beginning. I didn't go to the prom. I said, give me my equipment. Wow. That's why I didn't go to the prom. And you knew what you wanted. I knew what I wanted. Okay. I, I, I went in my basement. And when I came out, no lie, no disrespect to nobody. I was nice. Because you put in the work. I just, everybody was like, where's Bilal? My man, Kevin, uh, Keith Johnson, he was my, my guy. Yeah. And we would practice together. And Chill would come over, knock on the door, and I wouldn't, I'd be like, mm -hmm. not even Chill. Not even, no, no, no. Boom, boom. Just because I knew that it was so many good DJs. You had to catch up. I had to catch up. But not only that, you had to be, that's wine dance. And I have to say Amityville, as far as DJs, it was some of the best DJs coming out of there. And Brentwood. No question. So I knew about Diamond J. I knew about Prince Paul. I knew about uh, uh, Kayla Boss, uh, 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 DJ 4-5. I knew about everybody because right. I was spying on everybody. Right. You know what I mean? I would go to Amityville and know who's who. Of course. You know, so in wine dance, you had to go far. You, you so, didn't have to go right to the AC right. and get the red stuff on right. your shoes and then have a good time. So one day I asked my mother, I said, um, Mom, can I have a, uh, a a house party? Now, by this time, Rakim was coming to my house. And once I let people know I was DJ, Rob would come to my house all the time. Chill would come to my house all the time. Chaos would come to my house all the time. You loaded. You got an all-star uh, uh, squad. I got an all-star squad. Uh, God bless him. Uh, too poetic. Yes, sir. Used to come to my house. Wu and we would have We would have jam sessions in my house because their moms might not have let them 
at their house, but for some reason, my mother wanted me in the house. Right. So she, she it gave like, you a safe on. environment. They're they're rapping. They're doing something productive. Yeah. And you popped the question, Ma, can I have a house? Can party? I have a house party? Okay. You know, can I have a, my birthday party? Okay. I never had a birthday party. Wow. The first time I had my birthday party, I gave it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So what happened was now, I got raw. Uh, 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 Almighty G Stro, uh, 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 Chaos, uh, uh, Chill. B. It was, it was uh, serious. So you have, <laughs> so anybody that doesn't know, we're, we're talking like people that know each other. Anybody doesn't know, when he talks about Ra, he's talking about Ra Kim of Eric B and Ra Kim. The greatest Arguably of all the time. the greatest MC of all time, not because of our opinion, but every magazine has said it. He's talking about Daryl. Chill Mitchell of MC Fame and Acting Fame, featured on NCIS New Orleans and Fear of the Walking Dead as we speak, and much more than that. So it all comes from this small community, and now you're having house parties, you're creating a platform, you're cutting, scratching, blending, and you're playing, and now you get to see people react to your react music. To my first party, one of my first parties was at the Gemini. Woo! Right on straight and, and Motor was there. Okay. And and Spider, a couple of yes, other dudes. Yes. You know, and I'm I'm they were like, yo. Yeah. Yo. These guys are <laughs> These older guys than are me, older but they're the me. ones that brought hip hop really to, to Wine Inch. And we could spend right. all day going right. down all the list. Day. Yeah. But and they saw that you were putting saw it that I was, You know, and then like I said, I felt I was ready. And another thing was all the classes in in, in Wine Inch High School was very close, like Class of '85, mm-hmm. Denise. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, 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 that's my sister's class. Of course. The class of '86 is Rakim's class. The closest Jay class. Jay Riley. The closest. All those. Good. The closest. Were all to this of the day. To, to this, this day. day. Shout out to the class. The 86. class of '86. The class of '84. My class '83. But a lot of my class went off to college and was doing anything. But for some reason, the class of '86 and '85 gravitated to me. So that was my crowd. That was really my crowd. That was your that was your testing group. That was okay. my testing. So when I brought them, oh, they were sneaking out. Man, they were sneaking out of the house all day to come so, to those parties. So let's talk about the Class of 86. Mm-hmm. There's a famous talent show mm-hmm. that has some incredible people there. Mm-hmm. That talent show not only featured Rakim that we talked about already, mm-hmm. featured Daryl Chill Mitchell, which mm-hmm. we talked about, but it also featured... The diabolical Biz Marquis. Talk about that talent show. I'm about to fall over the mic. But um, that talent show, fast forward, I always fast backwards. <laughs> Class of 86. All right. When I first met Biz, God bless him, you don't know the loss that hip hop just suffered. But this man, I met Biz. At Wine Dance High School in the gym. We all met him at the same time. Okay. I just told his story at Newsday, and yes. they was bugging. Yes. We met Biz at the high school at a class of 86 Valentine's Day party, which Mr. Frank Abel, which was the band teacher. Shout out to Frank Abel. Yep. Let us have, because we was raising money to get uniforms and 
uh, uh, instruments because we was the ragtag, the baddest ragtag band <laughs> in the history of Long Island. Winning Newsday competitions. Period. We was, whoa. So this comes in out of nowhere. We having our party, running up to the booth, and I'm like, okay, I'm not, he's doing our thing. He's standing, he grabs my microphone. I'm the diabolical bitch, Marquis, and I'm going to go, and we're doing this, and I'm going to go, I got Grandmaster Flash outside, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to Now, one thing you don't do Just touch a man's is mic. touch a man's mic, especially in winding. Yes, yes. You don't yes. Re- re- realize you in the Where you are, yes. Where you at. Yeah. So I'm ready to beat him up. I come behind the booth. Did I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> Right. But see, Biz, we saw the flyers. Right. Mike and Dave. He right. was with Mike and Dave. Right. Dougie Fresh. We right. saw the flyer and they had a little picture of him in the corner. Right. A little round picture. This weird looking guy. Pre social media days. We could not look right. anyplace else and see his right. face. Right. So he comes in, he's announcing his party, but I don't care. Right. And they like holding me back. Wow. Chill, let him say it. Because they know who he is. Who he is and what and what's care. coming. And because he's touching my equipment. So after all of that, he walks out and he comes back and says, Yo, taps me on the shoulder or something. I'm wrapping up. Yo, I'm sorry. I get excited, man. Of course. My name is Biz. What's your name? <laughs> my name is Bilal. And boom, boom, boom. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got mad, too. Right. I thought we was going to start crying. I right. don't even right. know this dude. Right. Right. But it's the fact that he apologized. Right. It's everything. And, 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 and I was like, wow. That's, you know. Grown so, man. So, so we was been best friends ever since. And you, you and I, the last... Five years, we've talked a lot about biz. Uh, you and I worked together on the Wine Dance Family Day Committee. We spent every Friday before Wine Dance Day together, always picking up the generator, always making sure <laughs> the uh, we had enough power to put the show together. And the last thing before I, I moved on, you're still with the committee, before I moved on, the committee was planning to bring Biz Mark back in 2020, contract signed, he was going to be the host of Wine Dance Day. We were going to honor him, give him the keys to the city. Uh, first, COVID happens, and then uh, this year happens, and we had to go virtual instead of uh, instead of that. So um, when that happened, I obviously had to talk to you. I didn't know Biz personally, but through talking to you, I felt close to him. Yeah, Biz was a one of a kind. Biz, I will say this. I don't. I mean, out of all the hip hop. And I'm a hip-hop historian. Nobody, when I mean nobody, nobody represented hip-hop for one like Biz did. Nobody, they can say they put Long Island on the map. Okay, who you talking about? Biz put Long Island on the map. And let me tell you why. Because Biz was literally walking from Patchogue to wine dance just to come to my house parties. 25 miles on or about. Biz was not only, he would go to, and everybody noticed, he would go to North Babylon High School. He would go to Amityville High School. He would go to Wine Dance High School, Brentwood High School. 
Longwood High School, CI. It don't matter. He would be hopping trains, walking, anything he would 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 would, would he had to get he there. He had to get there. No cars. None of us had cars. No cars, no you know money, right. no rides. No, One right. man on a mission. On a mission. Super focused to get where he had to he get. He was the first guy that connected us with the city early. He took, he said, Blau, after we practice and we doing our little house, Blau, you got to get out more, Rockham. You need to get pop. You need to get out more. I'm going to take you to a, a battle. He thought, he biz saw that y'all were ready for a bigger yeah, stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, y'all got to get out there. Just follow me and I'll take you everywhere. He took us to a spot, 201, another high school out in Harlem. Okay. At a battle. Okay. It was Dougie Fresh. Okay. He was the man. He was in beach. Lottie Dottie. Lottie Dottie and all that. Dougie Fresh. Rob Bass was in the battle before uh, his record. It takes two. So we they, we uptown. Dead uptown. We ready. I'm like representing like, I don't care where I'm from. The fastest cutter on, the Long Island's fastest cutter on the back of my shirt. Oh, That's what you had, Long Island's fastest yeah, cutter? Oh, yeah. We ready. Brian BMC. We ready. You're a long way from the shy kid in, uh, in the suit. No, no, no. I, I, all the confidence came from Ra. Let me tell you, Ra, chill, because these guys already had confidence. Snake. Yes. All those guys. So it started building up. But yes. I was still humble. Yes. Because... You know, I just let my hands do the Yeah, talking. yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 you know, we hit the battle, and all of a sudden, Biz Breeze like, yo, you know, this is what it's like, and da, 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 and I know y'all going to kill him. And I got the best MC. I already know. There's no question. You got a squad. <laughs> we you got ready. a squad. There's no question. We're getting ready to bring havoc to them, right? So, all of a sudden, Dougie. Is a beatbox and biz. This is competition. Okay. At the end of the day, it's competition. It's friendly competition. But it's competition. But it's competition. Yes. And and and, and, and Dougie was on some. I'm Dougie Fresh. So and Biz was just chilling. He just chilling. All of a sudden we hear, oh, you know this kid, uh, blah 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 blah, Bismarck kid. Everybody like, no, we dead uptown. Oh, y'all know the kid. The ugly kid. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh. Yeah. Yo, me, yo, Ra, he had to been every bit of 14, 15 years old. Ra put on that look. Let's go. Yo, B, get that impeach the president ready. Impeach the president. Get that impeach the president ready. Get it ready. Nobody, this is my man. And I learned a lot from him. Because right. I was older than him. I'm older than him three years. Right. And, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to. Yeah, let's it's, do it. It's about respect. Right. So it's about respect. Ra got up there. Now, it was a whole lot of disrespect because I'm, 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 not so much disrespect. We in there. It's town. the nature of We're a battle. In their town. It's the nature We're of a battle. Area. You in you in Harlem. You're in the same Harlem that your father moved to. It is the mecca of African American culture in this country, where everything is invented. You can make it in Harlem. You can make it anywhere. So they're from Harlem. They think they have that title, and y'all coming forward. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but we not, but we don't really know how good we are because we never stepped outside. Right. A lot of the crews from Wine Dance and all the other areas never really step outside of that comfort zone. So Biz was the one that put us out of our comfort zone, and when 
when when that happened, now we mad. Right. That's my man. Let's, right. Let's go. No question. You know, uh, uh, Barry B smashes the headphones in my chest, and I'm like, "Word! Oh no, we ready to go." So, Rod jumped up on the table like this, a little bigger, you know, a, a, a little, little table, with a little raw, getting up on the table. He said, "Bump with the rhythm, get in with the pace. Come on, Super B, let's done the place." I like, boom, hit it. And when he did that, seven MCs up in the line. Seven MCs put him in the line. This was before Lottie Dottie. Before. When he did that, everybody went. Long before it's recorded. It, 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 Arguably the, it's been, it's been documented as the greatest line in hip hop ever. Take seven MCs, put them in a line, add seven more, more brothers, brothers who think, think they, they can, can rhyme. rhyme. Well, it takes seven more, more before I go, go for, for mine. mine. Now that's 21 20. MCs ate up at, at the same time. time. Yo, I've seen him do that rhyme. In front of, like, we'll be in uh, 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 Brentwood. i never get this. The Rock Squad, which was Groove's crew. Okay, okay. They come downstairs. We Just me and Ra. At this, at this house party, which April was, see, all these things in house party happened to me. All these different things. And, and, and before, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, but a lot of things just happened to me. Right. So he does the seven MCs on, on the line in front of K Solo, Groove. I, I can't believe, uh, Smitty D. I can't remember if, if, if Parrish was there. But everybody was like, what, what is this dude from the moon? It, it's the line that will make other MCs Stop. not want to Stop. not want to rhyme. So B, let me ask you, let me ask you a couple of things. I know we're getting uh I know we're pushing the uh, the time, so I'm gonna ask you a couple other things. You took us through the process of how you got to where you was, why they wrote the movie House Party about you and Chill, and what was going on in the Long Island scene. Fast forward after that's done, and help me with my history if I'm wrong on the years. You guys, Groove Be Chill, you get signed to Uptown Records. Uh, you release your Records, nothing like hip-hop music. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me this the other day, but you got to tell the people, Uptown Records had an annoying intern working there. Yeah. Talk to me about that intern. Well, I'm going to fast forward backwards again, okay. right, real quick. Nate brought our, Nate Tensley okay. brought our demo to Andre Arell. Okay. Andre's like, he was looking for a new group to add to the Uptown crew, which was the first record to seal the deal for Uptown Records, okay, the great Uptown Records. Nate was working with the producers of that. He brought out demo tape, which was Dragon Breath. <laughs> no, I don't have Dragon Breath. It was a record. Got you. Dragon Breath and something else. I think it was Why Me. can't remember. No, it was Why Me and Dragon Breath. And then from there, Andre just went crazy. He said, oh, let's be Sign him, baby. It's done. The great God bless him. Uh, uh, Andre Rell's like, oh, let's sign him. That's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Of course it so is. So if of he course. co-signed it, then we nice. It's over. It's over. So Heavy, Dee and the boys with Vanessa Sanquist, which is Sydney Shireen in the movie. Sydney Shireen. That's their real name. Of course. Um, 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 Heavy D and the boys, Brothers Black, Woody Rock, and us. 
We the ones that started Uptown of Records. Course. Uptown Records. Right. Boom, we do the album. We were supposed to come out with Why Me. The second record was supposed to be Why Me. But what happened was there was some hateration at the radio. Okay. And Andre didn't put the record out because somebody said that the record was offensive because Chill said fart and poop. Believe that. And this is what, give me the year when you couldn't say fart and poop on the record. 86. 86. Yeah. And fast forward to today, you could say anything in the world. Come on now. Come on. So they, they pulled the record. And so we really didn't have anything to do, but we were still with Uptown. But so back then, we wasn't the type of group to just sit and, and be shelved. So we was like, you know what, let's get back on it. Boom, boom, boom. So what Andre did, he put us in a workshop with the Hudlin Brothers. Okay, nice. Right? And this is a young Hudlin Brothers. No okay. movies, no nothing. Nothing. But it was in the black filmmakers, the thing that they had started, filmmakers organization. So we doing unprized with Heavy D, God bless him. It was us. Vanessa Sinquist. Nice. So one day, down one of the things that happened to me in the basement, me and Chill's improv. Okay. Groove, he's improv. We all improv. But what caught their eye, never get this. Yo, Chill, if you bump that table one more time, <laughs> I'm, I'm acting like I'm DJing. Because we on records, young man. Right. We on young, records, youngins. We right. on records. There's right. no MP3s. We on records. Right. Real craft, right. real skill sets. Right. And you bump the table, all your skill sets go right everything. out the window. It throws everything. So it throws everything off. MC's mad, the people mad. I said, if you bump, because he's always bumping the table, because it would be crowded in right. the basement. I mean, we used to make a dollar. And Chill was a uh, Chill was a dancer like that. Yeah. Chill was a dancer like that. Yeah. How are we doing on time? We can edit this conversation out, because I see you checking it. We're good? Okay. okay. We'll cut we'll cut that conversation. Okay, so go ahead. So so we 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 you know, we making a thousand dollars on a dollar in my house party. Nice. That's how I was getting my equipment, y'all. Let's go. Let's go so we can have some more parties. Right. All right. So what happened was they said, Hold up, wait a minute, do that again. Hold up, wait a minute, do that again. What else y'all got? Hold up, wait a minute. Because they also did, a lot of people don't know, they, their first work was with Uptown. With Heavy D's video, which we was in. Okay. And Uptown's Kicking. Okay. Of course, which we was in. So, but they loved us. Because we was on time. We was there. Ready. We was ready. But they was like, hold up, wait a minute. What, what, huh? Right. Keep going. Right. So we kept adding to it. So it'd be like, yo, why is this dude? Mike Mitchell, why are you late? Right, right, right. He gets to the party. I got all my equipment outside. My Vegas, the this, the that. This fool come back with who? Three other girls. Late, an hour late. <laughs> in the car, we got it in a, in a, in a Dodge Hornet. Right, and, that's and, tight. And, 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 and I can't get this equipment in here. Right. So I curse everybody out. Right. Including the girls. Right. And then he leaves, dropped them off. And comes back another hour, and then we go. And then he's taking my equipment and scratching it all up. Oh, come on. A brand new coffin. And all of that is in the All script of, of that house party. is in house party because it was funny. Right. But the movie was our movie. Right. right. Make no mistake about it. The right. movie was Groovy Chills movie. 
And Vanessa Sinquist was supposed to play Sidney Shireen. Right. But at the time, Andre didn't know this was going on. Ooh. He didn't know what came out of that workshop until a lot later. And he was like, yo, I need y'all guys to come to the house and to the apartment, and boom, 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 we're going to write out a script for y'all guys because we we got it. We're going to make y'all boom, boom, boom. I remember Chill showed me the script for House Party long before it was done. It was in a book this big. Sure was. He said, Kev, I'm studying. And he told me prophetically to this day, I've told him the story, I've told others. He said, Kev, Ra is going to blow first on the music level. But this thing right here, this acting, taking serious, I'm going to get in this, and, and I'm not going to look back. I'm taking it yeah. serious. You know, Groove was who played played. Yep. Chill was Kid. Kid. And I'm DJ Bilal. Played by Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. And we were the ones that shot the movie. Right. We went with them and did all of the acting Improvs in front of the executives. So you can get a chance to see how it was going to play out. Because back then, you it, it, you couldn't really, re they didn't have money really to record it. Right. So we would go straight there and improv it. Boom. Read the, read the script. Boom, bam, boom. And what happened was they read for New Line Cinema. I wasn't there that day. Okay. They read for New Line Cinema. And New Line Cinema, they got it. Yo, we got to do this movie. Boom. We all happy. Come like, we got it, Bilal, we got it. I'm like, yes! Rod's popping. You know, we get ready. We were like, yo, a real movie. But at the same time, it didn't really kick in to us. This is the big time now. Right. We just, all we know is. It's just the excitement right, of being right. on the big screen. Right. New Line Center was a small, small, right. small, small, small. Right. So it's like, so the following week, they went back to the, the Hullen brothers and it was like, you know, those guys are really good, but. They don't have a record out, you know. Uh, kidding, but uh, you know we got to find somebody else that has a record. But they gonna be in the movie. Okay. They gotta be in the movie. Okay. Right. So after we cried over it and were mad about it, we said never miss an opportunity. You never, you don't know where it's gonna take you to. We, you know, because what really happened was they tried to get Fresh Prince. Uh. 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 Will Smith. Will Smith. And Jazzy Jeff. And Jazzy Jeff to do it. They had some situation where they could do it with, with New Line Cinema. So they went to Kid and Play. They had, you know. It was hot. They, had, they was hot. They had a, they had a song and they had a dance. Songs. Right. They had the dancing and boom, boom, boom. So they fit. So Groove played, still Groove. Chill played, chill. And they gave, they said, Blau, just pick a role, whatever you want. I said, which one going to be making the most money? I said, he said, uh, it's a it's a part, uh, you're going to be sleeping all through the movie. Okay. That's the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> so so I actually Do made, you have any speaking lines? You just no. like wake up one time. No, I actually was through the whole movie. They cut out a lot of the movie. I got you. Okay, well, they always overfilm. But when you're down. on set, you're still making money. For the amount of time you're on set. I was... The whole time I was like there. a per diem. You always you a day. Always, if you there at seven in the morning, you don't do nothing until like five in the daytime. You still getting paid. Lesson, lesson, children, lesson, lesson, lesson. So, so B, you don't took it through all this. You have, you did that, and you have 
I know you took a, a little hiatus, but you've stayed consistent this whole time. For all the people that watched this interview and want to book you today, talk to me about, you got a couple of things going now. You got Simply the Best. You got Fleet DJs. Talk to me about where people can find you, follow you, and most importantly, book you. Well, over the years, I've 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 been. Oh, oh, we're gonna talk about. Okay, keep going. Okay, I'm sorry. Over. So let me lead again, because we're gonna cut that. So, B, talk to me about now. How can people follow you on social media? Because you post your music, but you also post some funny stuff that keeps me cracking up. <laughs> But more importantly, people, if you didn't learn anything else and, and all of the back stuff we're talking, your next function, this is the man that you want to book. And we're going to show all of that down here. But, B, um, part of my theme for this season is change the narrative. You have been DJing in front of people. You've done proms, graduations, all sort of major events, probably bar mitzvahs and everything else in between. All of that being said, 2020 comes, and all in-person entertainment comes to a screeching halt. And once again, you change the narrative, and you're everywhere that people could be when they had to have parties virtually, and you're everywhere that people need to see you going forward. So take me through where people can find you now, from Instagram to Twitch, and talk about the fleet DJs and Simply the Best. Okay. You know I'm a back forward. You you you've been doing you've been hitting I'm, me with I, the I reverse all time. <laughs> now now, basically since the group once the group uh, we broke up after our first and last album, um, um, you know as a DJ I had to change the narrative in the sense of and Biz was a big, uh, a big part of my 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 um, getting out there when Biz. Started DJing. He literally went cold turkey from recording. Put the mic down and started DJing. He didn't want to do it no more. It's business. He said, well, I'm going to become a DJ. A lot of people don't know he was the first celebrity DJ, period. Okay. He taught everybody how to make money. I stopped DJing. He came to my house. He said, are you crazy? <laughs> make the money, Malau. You're a real DJ. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got me and he gave me some cases. He gave me some records. He gave me everything I needed, needles. He restructured me, just okay. like he did Kane. When Kane, when he found Kane, he restructured Kane. He was a person that restructured people to make a bag. Got you. And that has helped me to this day. So from there, I had to work on my own as DJ Bilal. No more group. Got you. Solo. I had to go solo. And, you know, Chill was doing his thing. Groove doing his thing. So it took me a minute to get my niche. And one of them is rocking parties. Okay. Rocking parties, I decided a few years back to start Simply the Best Mobile DJs for clients, for my people. Because I believe in our people should have a standard just like everybody else. Every other if business. If you're doing a wedding, you shouldn't be coming in with no two speakers and a whole bunch of wives everywhere. You should become professional just like everybody else. So that's why I instill. That's why I buy the equipment I buy. Okay. That's why everything is top notch. For a good price, but you got to pay. You got to pay. You got to pay for the service. Absolutely. So that's I'm on the service end of that. 
But my I, I split it down the middle. I have a professional career. Okay. The mobile DJing is a bag. Okay. But my professional um, side of that is touring, is playing in front of 10,000 people, 20,000 people. You know, I, I, I got the craft, you know, from Eastern Light playing in front of thousands and playing with people like Charlie Wilson, Tank, Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight. I don't play with them all, right? So that grew me for that. So I split down the middle, like Pat Joe said. Mm -hmm. Today's price is not yesterday's price. Today's price price is not yesterday's price. But I'm always fair. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But on the professional side, there's so many DJs now. You got to come. You got to come with a whole different angle. You know what I'm saying? I put I feel that a lot of the classic DJs are the best DJs in the world. Of course. Period. And when you talk about Jazzy Jeff, when you talk about uh uh, uh Biz, you talk about Kid Capri, you talk about Scratch, it's so many of them. Breakbeat Lou, all all of these guys have legendary things that they did. So why not me become a legend? Because at the end of the day, the legend is nothing but a name, but it's what you've done to make you that. And my thing is, with Long Island, Long Island have a lot of great DJs, have a lot of legendary DJs, but when we go outside, just because we're from Long Island, we don't get that respect. So that's why I always, that's why I call myself a legend, because why not become a legend from Long Island? I am a legend from Long Island. You are the legendary DJ Bilal. Bilal, what didn't I ask you about that you want to tell the people about before we wrap it up? What was that? What didn't I ask you about? I think we covered it all. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, well, you know, like I said, you know, my thing now is to uh, keep diversifying. Like right now, I got new management, DMD management. I got a new website coming out, DJ Bilal, www.djbilal.com. We're going to drop that right there. Y'all going <laughs> to uh, find uh, it, uh, follow it. Um, you know, my Twitter, my Twitch, DJ Bilal1. DJ Bilal1. Um, my Instagram, DJ Bilal. All that's, you know, are, are the you know, thing. But my thing, learning from Andre Arell is branding. And you always got to keep yourself current. And that's... That's what, to me, makes somebody relevant. It doesn't matter really what you did back in the day. It's a lot of guys did a lot of stuff back in the day. But at the end of the day, can you rock that party? Can you rock that 1,000 people? Can you rock that 20 people? That's the hardest thing. thing. Something small and personal you is just as, just as important. And this is going to drop in October. The world is opening up a little bit. More people going to come out. More Please people going to come out. <laughs> Party people in the place to be when you listen to this podcast and you're ready for your next function and you need that that DJ that's going to give you that special feel, turn to none other than the legendary DJ Bilal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
want to thank you, we bro. Did. No, come on, man. <laughs> come on, you already know.